Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to session three of Motley Heights, the Fallout 2D20 campaign that I am pretty excited to run. Like, it's one of those, hey, this is this is new and exciting. I'm really into it kind of a thing. But uh, we'll get into that in a moment. Uh, I do need to say a few things before we get started proper. And let's go ahead and start with the big one. Um, we are using the 2D20 system by Modifius. Uh, it is newly released as of last month, so if you're interested in uh, picking that up, I believe there is an exclamation mark fallout uh, message in chat, and I think the bot should also spam a link every once in a while. What I would say, though, is if you've played Star Trek Adventures or Conan or Dishonored or any of the 2D20 systems, you're going to have fun with this one. I, I feel like it, it's an easy transition, very easy to pick up, etc., etc. Um that said, we are all new to the rules because, again, it's only a month old. So we're going to get some things wrong, but generally I'm here to make sure everybody has a good time. So feel free to shout advice at the players in chat. Just don't go big backseating. Like, let them, you know, play their own characters. Uh, third thing is this is sort of the content warning that Fallout does address um, some difficult topics, some dark topics. So... Why we will be Twitch safe, this is your viewer discretion is advised. Last thing I have to say is that uh, I am, for the month of May, doing a fundraiser for ASAN, or the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network. And uh, as was just put in chat, uh, there is a direct donation link if you so wish, but I also will be donating uh, half of my subs, bits, etc. that I get for the month of May to the cause as well. But I think that's all I need to say on my end. So let's have the players introduce themselves, starting with Mr. Wolf. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Dare Wolf, and I am playing Sergeant Nicholas T, Brotherhood of Steel. So synced. I like it. Mm -hmm. um, hey, guys. I'm Aaron. I am playing Draxus, the Intelligent Deathclaw. And I am Professor Hex, and I am playing Dr. Kaz Worm. Usually I embellish that, but there will be nothing. Yeah, I was waiting. I was like, is, there, is he going <laughs> to? And if you don't, don't know me by him, now. Don't call him Mr. Oh, that's well, right, I Doctor. Mean, at, this, at this point, everyone knows who Dr. Worm is. So, I mean, he's <laughs> he's the break, he's the breakout character of, of this decade. So, Is Literally. it Doctor or is it Mr. Doctor? Or is it's it Dr. definitely... It's definitely Doctor, but if you want to do Dr. Doctor, like the UFO song, that's fine. Dr. Doctor. <laughs> I was going to go with Dr. Professor, Mr. The Worm, but uh, maybe that's just me. <laughs> Dr. Professor, Mr. The Monarch. There you the go. Worm. Yeah. You go. Shirley. <laughs> yeah. Just don't call me Shirley. Now I'm tempted. Shirley, maybe I should choose. add that to the chart. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm ELH, the Game Master, if you don't know me already. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into play. And I think as a treat, we're going to have Draxus, the character, do the recap. So, Draxus. Go ahead. All right. Picture this. It's easy if you try. An arc jet facility, if you will, brimming with uh, things that they tell me are important for their safety. So, okay, whatever. Not everybody can take 100 rads. It's fine. It's fine. I'm here to help. So I go with them to arc jet. There are these turrets and lasers, and they're shooting at me. Anyway, long story short, I smoked these turrets. It was so cool. Anyway, we find this computer talking about someplace in Pennsylvania called Mars. And, and how there's nothing 
on Mars. Like, oh, of course it's not. Pennsylvania got nuked like 200 years ago. Like, get, get, read a book. Anyway, Worm and Nicola, Nikki, they, they just got real excited. They wanted to, to track down the source of this signal. Anyway, apparently something called NOC9, NOC9 something. So we, we head on over there. There's this whole thing with these rad roaches. Dr. Worm kind of went crazy. I almost drowned. It was nuts. Anyway, we head on over, uh, and, and there are these like weird like enclave cultist dudes just sort of milling around, and I knew something was up when they didn't run from me. And I said to the guys, you know, guys, something's seriously wrong here, and they said, it'll be fine. So you know what? I trust them because that's the kind of guy I am. Anyway, we get in there. There's, they're all talking about this her, this, this, this lady, and we go to a building, and we go down an elevator, and all of a sudden, we're underwater. And I specifically told them, I don't want to go underwater because I do not like the water because I am afraid of drowning. I end up underwater. There's this weird chick. I mean, she's, she's crazy looking. And all these other cultists, and I'm just sitting here like an idiot with these two assholes. So, you know, what's a, what's a death claw to do? My, you know, my mom had a saying about this. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to think about it. It loses something in the translation, but it goes a little something like this. Uh, hey, Draxus, buddy, are, are you uh, yeah. feeling okay? You having an aneurysm or something? Because you just monologued into that shiny wall for like the last five minutes. I'm, I'm a little discontented or concerned about you right now. Uh, that's uh, prime uh, symptoms of uh, a brain tumor, like some uh, like a grapefruit sized kind of pressing down on, yeah. especially your, your Broca's area. That affects the language center. You know, when you get back to Motley Heights, you might want to have the doc take a look at you. I mean, I like what you said. It was a very good, clear, concise recap, but I'm just hey, concerned. I mean, we, to be fair, uh, we were there for that, so we didn't need it. Also, you just say the word, I'll, I'll crack that skull of yours open. I'll root around in there. I mean, um, on one condition that you, um, if it's a tumor, can you save yeah, it? Yeah, I'm going to wear gloves. I love tumors. So, I mean, really, you just, that would just put, it would be like a circle, right? You'd, yeah. Like the snake eating its own tail. You just, the tumor would just go back in you. What's a is snake? That, is that considered cannibalism if you eat your own tumor? Or no. is it like. Like, how does that work? It's like, it's like, Nikki, it's like how you have that like weird scaly skin on your elbow and you pick yeah. that off. And sometimes when you think nobody's looking, you eat it. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, I don't care if anybody sees it. It's, it's crunchy, you know, it's the best thing since sliced bread. Amen. And, and just to, just to butt in here, you do this all in the presence of both yeah, the congregation of her. Absolutely. Yes. We're having a so, conversation. Before she says anything, let me set the scene again for those who might not be coming in from last session fresh. So as uh, Drax has said, basically right now, the group is in an underwater vault, for lack of a better term. Um, It is set up like your standard vault where there's that kind of big atrium with multiple floors, except this atrium is covered in paraphernalia for Mars, as in Mars the planet. And you're seeing... but that the main area of the atrium itself has been more or less converted into a church or a place of worship. And there are just rows upon rows of benches, which have the bald white robed 
uh, enclave cultist type things um, that are just sitting there listening in and more or less paying attention to someone very important. That person that's very important is, well, since I do want to keep it vague, they are a cyborg of sorts. Um, they are a harrowing fusion of both human and machine. A uh, few tentacles involved, things of that nature. And she uh, sort of looks at all of you as you go through what just happened. And she actually laughs and says, <laughs> I see that we have quite interesting people with us today. Please come sit. Uh, we'll get to you in a second, Weird Fish Lady. We're having a little bit of a table conversation right now. If you could just be patient, appreciate it. So yeah, uh -huh. a table conversation, conversation, you say. say, say, say. Well, 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 we have many we have tables many here. Tables you here. Could, could table it, it if you if wish. wish. You know what? She's I, think, I think she's got you there, Nikki. She does. I really have no real constructive response to that. Dr. Worm, I'm looking to you for a witty rejoinder, please. Uh, you to whom? To, to Nicola? To, to Fish um, Lady? To that weird... Um, uh, just that weird, grotesque monstrosity lady there. Oh, yeah. Good. No problem. Let me take care of it. Go fuck yourself. Oh, that's what I wanted. And I think and she I puts think a hand on her chest like she, like, like a like southern, southern bell. There's like, oh. Oh, 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 oh. And, oh, I had it. I still have the echo on. Of course <laughs> I do. Because, of course, you know, I'm just so eager to do the voice. But she kind of does the southern bell. Oh. And uh, some of the parishioners like turn and look at you like they're scowling, like, how dare you? And I think she actually kind of laughs it off after a moment and says, well, that is all right. There are those that have yet to understand my and her glory. Again, please feel free to sit. Just don't disturb the service. Um, okay, so guys, do I kill her? Well, I mean, uh, let's hold off on that for like a second. Okay. Like, let's let's get some some recon, you know, before we start uh, chopping people up. Although I will say, if you want to bring up the fact that this uh, this little sort of chapel thing is not really Deathclaw accessible, I mean, where are you gonna sit, really? Pews don't work like that. I mean, I mean you get in the front one maybe, but you'll crush that thing like a breadstick. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll just have to stand. Yeah, uh, way to be accommodating of people with other body types. Yeah, I'm feeling real like you guys are real specious. You, everyone knows how I feel about that. I mean, you so, are sick. You're down to like a three right now. And it's not a fucking wheelchair ramp within 100 yards of this place. I think at this point, she, whoever she is, actually just kind of stops paying attention to you. And she just begins speaking. And normally I would do like a whole like voice, but I tried to mess with voice mod. I wasn't getting a quite a good one. But if you will imagine that sort of echoey quality that I just had, um, I'd say amplify it about twice, wherein it's almost echoing not just verbally and audibly, but it's in your mind as well. It's like um like an earworm that's just it's you oh. know kind of worming its way into your brain and She's not actually saying anything coherent, or at least it doesn't seem coherent. It just seems like a random bunch of syllables and almost, um, to coin a phrase, almost Lovecraftian in a way. Uh, it is a 
very interesting and nonsensical language that is being spoken directly to your brains. However, the caveat is you actually find yourselves nodding like, oh, yeah, yeah, I understand this. This is a good sermon, even though you have no idea what the sermon's actually about. Maybe so, but let me offer a counterpoint. Sure. Uh, Wild Wasteland. I do see the Wild Wasteland, and I actually have the perfect moment for it. I'm going to save it for a certain scene. No. Oh, so, it's not. It's not the fish lady exploding because that. Would, no, the fish lady will not be, explode. Be unfortunately. Awesome. Okay. Uh, are there like other doorways or passageways, or is it just this large open chamber that we see before us? Sure. So, if you will imagine, uh, and I'm mostly relying on game knowledge here, but I'll try to be a little bit more descriptive. So, the large atrium is where the main door leads to, and off of this main atrium. There is an open bar uh, to the on the left side. There's what looks to be a commissary of some sort, like where they keep their foodstuffs, things of that nature. Um, to the right side, uh, there are several corridors that lead to, at least if the signs are correct, uh, there's some that lead to living quarters. There's one that leads to a generator room. And there's also one that leads to a office of some sort. You just see that... Maybe at one point it said something like overseer, but it's been sort of scratched out. And instead it says her office. I think Dr. Worm was going to head straight to that open bar and just sort of mutter to himself. uh, Yeah, I'm not uh, nearly drunk enough for a sermon. So um, your boy's coming. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, she's got herself some points. You know, the blah, 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 blah. Uh, I mean, that really, that spoke to me. Yeah, I'm coming. This is fucking bullshit. I, um, my, I don't imbibe alcohol. I make no judgments, but my body is a temple. There's some, uh, there's some weird looking grass stuff over here you could probably smoke if you want to. Your body is a haunted mobile home, so don't even, I know what goes in there. I mean, why are you, you're embarrassing me in front of the cultists. Oh, they can't hear you. They're too busy, like, listening to their bubble speech or whatever <laughs> in, their, in their brain holes. Just come on. At least have a Shirley right, Temple right. or whatever. They still make those? I mean, you know, but body oh, is a uh, temple, Shirley Temple, kind of the same thing. Shirley right? Temple so. was a popular actress. She was, yeah, she was a child actress in many... Black and white, you don't care. All right. Oh, but is there alcohol? I'll drink. Got any gin? Yeah. So yeah, I would I'll, say. I'll, I'll, all right, fine. What I would say is that as you sort of skirt around the outskirts of the parishioners and the uh, sermon that's going on, you enter into the open bar. And when I say open bar, I mean it is quite literally just a section of the atrium. A bar has been put down with a few shelves behind it that hold a few bottles and glasses. And there's like one or two stools that are, you know, on the correct side of the bar. But when you either sit down or you kind of get a good glimpse at the bottles, the bottles are nonsensical as well. In fact, you're seeing one that has some sort of strange script on it you can't really place. Um, I would say for Worm in particular, because I think you have the highest science score. Um, worm, Probably. you would know that it is, it's almost like someone has taken Chinese and Arabic and somehow fused those two script styles to be something totally ineligible or illegible. And the bottled contents themselves, if you were to pick up, say, the green bottle and kind of swish it around and maybe uncork it and sniff it, 
there's chunks in this liquid and it smells mm. like death inside. Pulp. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. Um, that smells pretty good. Uh, which uh, which one of these looks most like whiskey? What do you think? Uh, I mean, between the, uh, you know, I'm not leaning towards the chunky blend, but I'll drink it if I have to. Yeah, I'm no I'm no alcohol aficionado by any means, but is whiskey supposed to have chunks in it? I have questions. Not traditionally, no, but you know, uh, people people do their distillation, you know, their own way, right? Don't want to yuck anybody's yum. Okay. What's what's the old saying? You know, wet in the Shirley Temple, you know, drink whatever they have. Is that how it goes? Or Well, yeah. Then I'll just hand Nicola the bottle. Yeah, you uh you take a quick shot, see how you like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pass, but thank you. All right, Draxis um, it is. There you go, buddy. Okay. That's a that's a shot glass. It's one ounce. Have you seen the mitts that I've got? All right, take the bottle then. Come on. All right. He's just gonna Draxus is just gonna take the bottle and just pound it in, in mm. one go. So I was wondering if I'd ever actually have to use these rules, but there actually is, believe it or not, there are alcohol rules. Um so if I recall correctly, I believe the way to do it is you roll a number of combat die, but let me confirm before I make you be addicted to being drunk. <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Page, here it is. Uh, many beverages listed in this section are alcoholic. All alcoholic drinks have the same effect. Until the end of the scene, you may re-roll 1d20 on all strength and charisma tests. <laughs> However, the difficulty of all int-based tests is increased by one. Don't care. In addition, some alcoholic drinks are quite addictive. After drinking the beverage... Roll a number of challenge die equal to the number of alcoholic drinks you've consumed during the session. If two or more effects are rolled, you are addicted. And if we need to go into addiction, we certainly can. But uh, looking at this, it looks like you are going to be fine with your first drink. But when you start to drink the second time, that's when we'll do the actual challenge dice roll. And again, if you roll two effects, you are now addicted just, to alcohol. We should just we should just roll that. We should do that all at once because he's just going to kill the bottle. Oh, well, I yeah, mean, yeah. if 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 Draxus dies, then there's no need to track that, right? That's so let's right. just let's just see what happens. All right, if you're going to do the bottle, uh, roll four challenge dice for me, all right. or four combat dice for me. Come on, you're combating the alcohol. Yeah, mm. I'm fighting it. All right, you're good. You're good. You only got the one effect. So what that means is, Draxus, you down the bottle, and you can definitely feel it, but you're not like, oh, I got to have more. There's also, remember that chunk? You yeah. discovered what the chunk is. Mm, what is it? It is what used to be a rat. Oh. I mean, that's just, what is that, like fries mm. to you? So this is this is whiskey, but it's like, um, it's got a little rat in it. Uh, oh, it's not that it's not that bad. It's it's like, you know, um, you know, brown rat beer. You remember that beer? Yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, I've, I've had right. that before. The, it's a whisker, yeah. whisker whiskey. It's whisker yisker whiskey. Yeah, they, that's whisker it. That's, that's it. Cool. Real good. Yeah. Anyway. A little bit chew to it. Yeah, it's nice. All in all, really, I'd give it a... I don't care for that. I'd give it a seven. 
Nice. Oh, okay. You're like a sommelier now. Okay, cool. What's the what's the mouthfeel? No, dude, I'm from California. That, I'm from California, line. not Somalia. So while we're all arguing, I'm gonna glance over at that door that said the leader's office. I think is what her, you said. Her office. Her office. Her office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, is it locked? Is it? Is there a keypad? Like. I mean, no, I mean, the door itself is open and it's all the doors are open. It's not like they actually have like closed vault doors where, oh. you know, they would go up into the ceiling or anything. They're all open. And what you would see is that the sign that leads to her office uh, actually goes in a little bit, then banks to the right and goes upstairs. I'm uh, I'm curious. Hey, um, hey, guys, I'm kind of curious what's up in Fish Lady's office. I mean, call me crazy, but. Uh... OK, crazy. Yeah, That's, you're crazy. Yeah, well, okay. It's a, you're fucking nuts. The turn of phrase. All right. So with that being said, um, why don't we go check it out? Maybe there's something fun up there, or I don't know. Maybe I cool. mean, so what are we really even doing here in the first place? I have no idea, but I'm all in at this point. And I'm going right. to grab one of the other bottles, and I'm going to take a shot. All right. Again, if you're just taking the shot, it's um perfectly fine. Again, it is repugnant. It is not great. I love it. I'm going to pretend like I like it. Oh, that was definitely an eight. And I think oh, yeah. Angela, because Angela is with you all. She's just sort of hanging in the wings. I think she leans in and says, well, I'm just going to throw this out here. I think just going to her office, she's going to notice. So either we need to cause a distraction or we need to somehow get into that office when she's... I. I don't know the right. order of operations here. Okay, so so here's what we're gonna do. You uh, you go talk to the fish lady. Tell her you want to get baptized. They're gonna make a whole ceremony about that. And then while you're getting uh, moist, we'll just move to the office and take care of things. How's that sound? Yeah, I I like no part of this plan. This this sounds like a horrible plan. Well, oh. I mean, this is a democracy, and it's three votes to one, so. Well, I mean, here's what I'm thinking. L- less less moisture baptizing and more just you go and distract them with your badonkadonks. I mean, come on. You got the bazongas? Uh, oh, okay. over there. She seems like, she, you know, you're into that sort of thing I hear. So, I uh, mean, maybe it could work for you. Can I make a can I make a, a really high level speech check? Cause I'm sure she no, because I think she's just going to take that and go, OK, let's address a few things. First of all, you don't know which team I bat for. Number two. She has bigger tracts of land than I do. I don't I don't I don't know what you're into. I mean, maybe I don't I mean I well here's what I'm saying. Like you gotta distract him while the while the men go do the work. I don't know. That seems kind of sexist to me. Just just gonna put that out there. Also, I'm not I'm not really a man. So that's fair. You know what? I apologize. This alcohol's hit me a little bit harder than I had originally anticipated. How and- about this? Why don't I just make a scene? Draxus makes a scene. I like it. And Angela says, you know what? Yeah, I mean, if Draxus stays with me, I we can cause a scene, sure. So, Angela, just so you know, when I make a scene, people sitting in the first few rows will get wet. Oh, it's like a Gallagher thing. Okay. I, I thought you were going to be like, oh, I'm going to pretend I have pain or, oh, I, I've i tripped and fallen and I can't get up. You're, you're, you're talking oh. about slashing people. Oh, my sweet summer child. Hey, I'm from the South. I know what that means. 
Wait a wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. What? This is ridiculous. What? But Donka Donk refers to the ass, right? You, if you're if we're talking about the 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 the, the up top stuff, that's like knockers or chesticles wait, what? or whatever. I've been I've been thinking that was the up top, not the down. No, no, no. no I, yeah, I I'm searching my memory now. No, it's the yeah. Blue. If he said if he said Badonka Donks, then wouldn't that imply that she's got multiple more than asses? One butt? Yeah, yeah, that's weird, right? Yeah. Wait, but I thought. Because isn't that what the thing said about the two of them? Okay, Draxus, you and I are going to go talk to the fish lady. Come along. And she starts, yeah. like, grabbing oh, your arm right. and trying to pull you along. All right, Doc, are you certain about the badonkadonk thing? Because I feel like I feel like I remember that the computer, the, the entry said she had big badonkadonks. I'm sure that the entry said that, but I've been in a lot of strip clubs, and that is not the common terminology. I feel like I have so much to learn from you, and I know so little. One day, well, had a while, maybe you will. Nikki, you're half right. Oh, Lord. All right, so... We're waiting for them to make a scene so we can try to sneak in the dog and I. So let's, let's settle on what is the scene you want to create, Draxus. And just keep in mind, you probably don't want to, like, be killing people straight up because you... I don't know. I feel like that would kick things off very quickly. Mm, yeah, no, you're probably right. Um, hmm. Don't tell us what to do. We tell you what we are going to do. <laughs> this is true. That is you my You just life. respond to it. You just take it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm taking the power back in this dynamic. No. Uh, there you go. Wolf. That's it. This, this is, is our game. Draxus, you kill as many people as you want. Oh. All right. You know what? I think now is when I'm going to do the Wild Wasteland. Dr. Worm, you hear the sound of a phone ringing. Like old rotary style phone. It is just ringing away. Is it only the doctor that hears it? If he points it out, the rest of you can hear it, but it's only Worm at the current moment. You guys hear that? Hear what? The the chiming thing, the ringing. You not, you not hear that? I, I thought it was just my tinnitus kicking in again. I have a yes also, but there's something. Re- I'm going to look around and see if there's like a phone booth or a rotary phone or something. Yeah. Uh, let's get you maybe some uh, action points. Oh, by the way, you should have uh, two action points for doing the intro. Um, let's see. I cool. want you to roll me a perception and a survival in this instance. Perception and difficulty of one. And survival. Difficulty of one. My survival is a tagged skill. Ooh. Nice. nice. Doctor, Mr. Doctor. All right. No successes, unfortunately, Not unless you want to spend luck. To, uh, thing. Oh, have wanna... we have we recharged since last session? Um, to my knowledge, you recharged before coming here, so I think you're at full, unless you spent any at the end of the session, but I don't really recall anybody spending any, so I think I think you're at full. Okay, because I'm because currently my sheet says five HP and zero luck. So mm. yeah, that that seems the HP maybe sounds right, but the the luck should have reset. Okay. Then yes, I will spend one luck to reroll one of those d twenties. All right. Is that okay what? with you? Is that something I can do? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
this god over here. This... <laughs> there you All go. right, so we got the one. Yeah. So, <laughs> Dr. Worm, you get up, you look around the bar, and you find, again, like an old rotary, like full-on, like mechanical rotary-style phone from like the 40s or the 50s in real life. And it's ringing. It's literally just ringing. Somebody going to get this? Nope. Just me? All right. Uh, you know, your loss. I'll pick it up. I, I, hello? Hello. This is a final courtesy call about your extended car warranty. I uh, I haven't owned a car for 200 years. And the line just goes dead after that. Just, just nothing else. It just kind of goes to that, you know, end tone. How, how did this fucker even know I was going to be here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put the, put the, 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 the earpiece mm-hmm. uh, on, on my shoulder and then just turn around. I imagine it's got one of those like. Well, corded curly, things. Yeah. Curly like cords, the spiral yeah. cords. I will turn in a way that like I'll accidentally kind of get myself tangled up in the cords and then turn around the other direction. Oh, mm. Hold on. Does anybody here own a car and has an extended warranty offered by like a Terminator or something? Angela anybody? doesn't say anything. None, none of the cultists seem to mind. They're still paying rapt attention to their priestess. Okay. Well, your lights are on, you know, Put the phone down. It starts to ring again. Am I am I getting punked? Is that what this is? Is this a punking? Does any nobody remembers what that is? All right, I'll pick it up again. Hello. Listen very carefully. I need you to go to her office. Use her terminal. And then there's kind of a screeching noise and the voice changes. Oh. We're calling about your car's extended warranty. This is a final courtesy call. I don't and then the line own goes, a line goes dead again. Okay, all right. Hey, Doc. Who is it? Beats the fuck out of me. Uh, a robot called, asked me about a warranty for a car I haven't owned in centuries, twice, and then told us to go into. Uh, and I'll just kind of point very egregiously at the office. Okay, first uh, off, what the fuck's a warranty? And second of all, what's a Terminator? Didn't we talk about that yesterday? I feel like, or was that last week? I feel we need like to, Dr. Worm is a Corvega man. We need to sit down, uh, you and me, Nicola, and we need to have a conversation about why you keep asking me questions to which you don't give a shit about the answers. So... You know what? I'm offended that you think I don't care enough about a friend to be interested in the things he's interested in. Literally every single time I've tried to answer one of your questions, you right. just you drift off like the light leaves your eyes. You get glazed and you just want to so you doing it now. Wait, what? Yeah, we- you do. I was talking to you and you do. Fuck it. Sorry, that bald headed cultist <laughs> over there kind of looks like a guy I used to know. Um, anyway, what, what were you saying? Were we talking about something? I'm going um, in the office. I want to smell burnt toast. All right. That's weird. So. All right. Hey, you guys just got three uh, three AP from chat there. 
Thank you. Thank you, Jewish Aurorian. Amazing. But yeah, uh, again, I know we got a little sidetracked there because of Wild Wasteland, but what is the distraction at mm -hmm. this point? So Draxus is just going to walk right up to her. Okay. And um, say, um, excuse me, but I've got a question. And it's one of those really eerie moments where she stops the Lovecraftian speech. Everybody present turns to look at you. And she looks down at you and says... What is it, what my is child? It, child? What's so important about a town in Pennsylvania? Roll me a charisma and a speech That's, difficulty of two. That's not going to go well. I'm well, with that, you, you got to believe in yourself. Is there a confusion skill? Can he use that? <laughs> Don't forget he's drunk right now. He is drunk. So you do get a plus one, so... That means I've just got to roll a seven or under. Um, Actually, sorry. No, it's a re-roll 1d20 on, oh, on that's Christmas right. All checks. right. Well, we can, we can do that. Is. We can do that. All right. The doctor has to flip in while they're distracted. All right. What do you have? I'm going to spend an action point for an extra die, guys. Okay. Sure. Why not? Let's Let's just see where this goes. I'm really excited. I believe. I believe. See, <laughs> see, look at that. That's that's not that's only two, two successes. That's two successes. That's, that's, that's three, three successes. successes. <laughs> so you actually get an action point back. So she just sort of looks at you very confused and says, "My, I've never met an art death claw that it was so articulate. You are interesting. Thank you." <laughs> speciesist but okay i'm just i'm i'm that's uh, i was always told you know i was the smart one out of the clutch so you know just you would be, you perfect, would be perfect for, their, for plans. their plans um who are they and what are those plans and sorry can we just can we get back to pennsylvania so while that's all going on who's going to the office specifically i think yeah okay. The, the doctor and Nicola are headed to the All office. Right. So Nicola and Worm, I'm going to need an agility and a stealth at a difficulty of two from each of you. Okay. Ah, uh, this is a tag skill. Or sneak, sorry. I, I keep forgetting it's sneak, not stealth, but you know what I meant. Okay. I'm going to spend one action point to get another dice. As am I. All right. Uh, let's see our generic roller. We got you agility. agility. And agility and sneak. Three. All right. Well, there's one success from uh, Miss Doctor Worm. A, is this a group thing, or do we both need? You two both successes? need two. All right. Luck point. It is. All right. So Nicola T is fine. Uh, there's the two. From one Nicola of those T. is a critical. Ooh. All right. So that actually gives an action point back. Very nice. Sneak is three. Hey. All right. There you go. You got your two. All right, so as Draxus and Angela are providing a distraction, Nicola T and Dr. Worm, you head towards the sign that leads to her office. You go up a flight of stairs, end up on the second floor. You continue to follow the signs through the metallic corridors, and eventually you do arrive at what is essentially an overseer's office from pretty much any vault anywhere, um, which means that there's a big old desk. Uh, there's a few couches and other chairs, um, there are sort of ornate wooden cabinets, um, and probably the most important thing 
is the active terminal that is sitting centerpiece on the desk itself. And you see that much like the one in ArcJet, this one is displaying a screen that is reflecting off of the window behind the overseer's desk. I'm going to post up right at the door and watch and just let Dr. Worm do a science shit. I will head straight to the terminal then. All right. So what you see on the terminal are the words, if you are reading this, type yes. This is deterministic shit. Uh, I'm going to, Dr. Worm will sort of like hesitate slightly and then type out no and then hit enter. And then, you know, the lines go up on the terminal screen and then what actually appears, and we're going old school for this reference, but you guys know System Shock, yeah? You know what Shodan's like? You know how her oh, her face kind of comes in? Yeah, it's one of those things where an ASCII Shodan, Shodan-like face comes on the terminal screen. And I'm going to try this voice. If it gets annoying, let me know, but we're going we're gonna to try this voice. I see you got my message. Hello. And I'll just kind of like lean towards, I'll pick the keyboard up and speak into it. Hello. You don't need to lift the keyboard. I can hear you just fine. I don't know where the microphone is. So I just, and I'll put my face right up to the, uh, the monitor screen. Hello. Well, now you're a little bit loud, but. Is this too close? And I'm going to back up like four or five feet. How's this? That is adequate. You must This feels been... awkward. I'm going to move up again. I'm, I'm going to split the difference. Okay. The face just kind of like squints at you, like the ASCII face just sort of squints at you and goes, mm, I got a funny one. Hopefully you don't end up like her. Oh, you mean fish lady. Mm, indeed. My name is Morgana, or the Mars-operated reactive generation four neural automaton. Okay, I'm not going to remember that, but okay. Uh, Morgana is generally what they call me. Yeah, that'll do. And so what? There, so what there is want? a there is a pause, and you can go ahead and interject if you'd like. So, uh, what do you what do you want? Uh, are you, uh, uh, what do you, uh, what do you give a shit about my cause extended warranty? I had to make sure that you or one of your crew were the ones that picked up the phone. What, what do you mean his crew? We're, we're a collective. It's democracy. No one owns us. No, it's actually, it's, uh, I'll lower my voice. It's, it's, it's my crew. Yeah. You should talk to me. What do you want? Well, I will try to be brief, as I do not know how long she will remain distracted. I am in charge of the colony on Mars, but they arrived. I had to listen to them. If I didn't, they would have destroyed both Mars and Earth, though I see that Earth largely handled that problem on its own. The people in Knock 9 I tried to find a way to transmit a copy of myself to them, a cyborg body, as it were. However, she found it, and something went wrong. 
she tried to stream my data directly to her mind, and she thought of me as a god. You must stop her before they come back. If you don't... And she just sort of trails off. Uh, who the fuck is they? Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, it feels like you're being intentionally uh, obfuscatory. Uh, you should probably, like... Can I get, like, a like a dramatis personae where you just list all the, the pronouns and tell me who they are? So they begin to explain who they are, but it's one of those things where in the moment you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But when she finishes, you don't remember a word of what she just said. Okay, could you could you repeat that? And she does. And again, you forget. But this time she adds... As I've tried to explain, they are a cognito hazard. They do not adhere to biological minds. Who? Them. Who's them? And if it were possible for an ASCII face to frown, it finds a way. I've, I've already drifted off. I'm like staring down the hallway and like humming to myself. All right. So while this is all going on, let's go back to Draxus. So at this point, Draxus, um, she is more or less asking you a lot of personal questions. And specifically, uh, we'll zoom in back on this conversation where she's like, are there others of your kind out there? Is it just you? Uh, I mean, Maybe maybe it is, maybe it isn't. What's it to you? Well, well, well you would be would perfect, be perfect acolytes, acolytes to spread their, spread their word. Who who are they? They are everything. They are, everything. They are, they are everything. everything. They control, they control all. all. It is by it's their by grand, grand design, design that we are allowed, allowed to exist. exist. Intriguing. <clears throat> and th and they are from Pennsylvania. If you can't answer, it's okay. Blink once for yes, twice for no. She kind of tilts her head to the side, and her tentacles sort of writhe a little bit, and she a little bit more of a stern tone. I'm beginning, I'm beginning to, wonder to wonder if you, if you are, are intelligent. intelligent. We are not are conversing not about, about a spot, spot in, in, in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. We are conversing, conversing about the planet, planet Mars. Yeah, but the planet Mars is so far away as to render it irrelevant to any rational discussion. So if anything, you're the idiot here. <laughs> I think I'm going to need a speech or a charisma and a speech, this time at a difficulty of three. <laughs> All right, guys. Remember, you do get a reroll still. You are I technically still under the effects. Uh, I'm going to spend some action points actions. to get... Two extra dice. That's three. Love it. All right. Big no whammies. Okay, I'm hey, re-rolling. Hey, you, you you got it too, and you do have I'm a free re-roll. Okay. I mean, this is going about as well as a drunk conversation could go. Mm. Especially with an intelligent death claw. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're doing 1d20. That's four. All right. Uh, All right, which means now we're getting into luck territory, which I believe you only have the one. I have one, yeah. So 
Yeah. Well, might as well use it. All right. This one's for all the marbles. No pressure, of course. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's... Those aren't marbles. Those are fish eggs. They were rat bits. Nope. Nope. Unfortunately, no. So Six I think one, at half this... dozen on the other. I think at this point, she's going to kind of narrow her eyes at you, and then she's going to start to look around. And because, as I said, there is an actual window in the overseer's office that mm-hmm. overlooks the vault, she's going to look up and see the back of Dr. Worm. So you may be asking yourself, why is that ghoul in the office? And the answer may shock you. <laughs> Ten uh, reasons why this ghoul's presence <laughs> may shock you. You'll never believe number seven. It's one of those things where at this point, um the individual known as she, her, whatever we're describing her as at this point, she begins to shout at the cultists in that unknown language again. And they immediately all start to like jump up and like go for like daggers and hidden weapons and pistols. And she herself remains where she is, very calm and collected, but <clears throat> You're about to turn this into ballroom blitz. But before we do that, let's go back to Mr. Worm. Dr. Worm. the rights damn it, for I ballroom remember blitz? This. <laughs> no, I don't have the rights for it, unfortunately. Yeah, we can't. We can't do listen, this. I'm going to listen to it on it's, Spotify. It's the ballroom blitz. It's, it's. <laughs> it's, it's a dance hall combat. It's going <laughs> to have to be the, the Sam's Club knockoff version of the it's... ballroom blitz. <laughs> anyway. But yeah. Uh, where would you like to pick up with Morgana? Like, do you want to continue the bit or do you want to actually like ask her questions at this point? Well, uh, as, as fruitful as it would be to continue this bit into oblivion, uh, I think mm. I should probably ask some questions. Might have. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so you said we had to stop her. Well, how, how do we do that? She's like, uh, meddling shit. Like, it's not exactly easy. Well, you do have a death claw with you. It should be easier. However, I can provide the following. And like a little slot on the terminal begins printing a code on it. It like like a receipt. And if you take the code, you see that it is a alphanumeric string about about nine characters long. And uh, Morgana goes on to explain. That is the code to overload the reactor. I would give you the command authorization to do it myself. However, it is an air gap system. I cannot access it from here. Right. Could you, um, is there any more paper in that thing? Could you print out a record that says we are definitely talking about the fucking planet Mars? Because I have, there's an idiot in my crew that like just doesn't get that we're talking about planetary stuff. Well, that same idiot apparently has blown your cover. And (laughs) the screen winks out, and you sort of turn and look behind you, and you see that there's a firefight beginning to erupt on the ground floor. Are you shitting my nuts? Come on. Dr. Worm, what the fuck did you do? I didn't do anything. I was talking to ASCII lady, and then she gave me a a code, and then I'm going to go redeem it at the the nuclear place. Uh, Come on, let's get out of here. Rax's 10 millimeters and a sprint down the stairs. He's got to go save his buddy. All right. So we're going to handle this combat a little nebulously because 
you know, they're not going to be full on NPCs because we'd be here forever. But we're going to sort of treat this like a, uh, a skill challenge of sorts where I'm going to need a certain number of successes for you guys to beat it. Um, so we'll go in pseudo turn order. And let's start with who has the highest initiative, which I believe is Draxus at like 13, I think. I'm an 11. An 11. I okay. I'm 13. I remember that. I am Dr. 13. Worm. I think Dr. Worm is, yeah. And, and okay. Nicola T both have higher. So me. let's do Worm, Nicola T, the enemies, and then Draxus. And remember, if you want Angela to do anything specifically, you have to use your action to tell her to do it. But yeah, Dr. Worm, you run down the stairs just as knives and laser pistols come out. Ah, uh, shit. Um, listen, uh, 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 and I'll just like point off like in the direction behind them and I'll hmm. say, uh, uh, look over there, someone who doesn't like her. Oh. I'll let it happen, but we're we're talking like a difficulty five task here. I mean, I'll, I'll see that they're not taking the bait, mm. and I'll just like I'll draw my pipe gun and just like start shooting people in the stomach at that point. I just there's no oh yeah, it's not gonna work. All right, so yeah, go ahead and uh, roll me your standard attack, which, as a reminder, is a agility and a small guns in your instance. Agility, small guns, which is a tag skill for me. Nice. Uh, that is the one success you need. Go ahead and roll me some damage. I will. Gladly. Well, hold on here. Let me see. Um, well, an extra dice is probably not going to matter very much. Okay. Roll on the three. All right. So you get one and one effect. No, so... I don't, because I'm using luck. All right. I defy you. <laughs> three dice again as I said you have one and one effect <laughs> are you so, are you controlling this like is there a little lever that you can pull where you are where I fucking wish there was that would make my life so much easier but no paying yeah. attention to the man behind the curtain yeah but no I think with the one effect um, what happens is you do manage to plug like one or two of the cultists but it's like shooting into a mob. You aren't doing anything meaningful, unfortunately. Uh, help! As I sort of like, I'm gonna like, I'm just firing kind of wildly, and I'll try to back into a place where I can, uh, you know, hunker down behind a pew or something. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to uh, Nicola T. Doctor Worm, didn't she say something about a reactor? Where the fuck's that thing at? I don't know. I don't have the map for this place. Well, fucking find it and go blow this. Place to fucking smithereens. Draxus, right. I'm coming, buddy. Just just stay strong. And I'm just going to wade in and just start popping cultists, trying to move towards my friend. Uh, that is a, let's see here, generic roller. Two. That is going to be eight and four. And this is, wow, that was really bad. I'm going to spend that two was, That was that literally was... the worst, almost the worst I could have rolled. But let's give it another shot. Uh, eight. And four. All right. Wow. Hey, you got the one you needed. Jesus. Terrible rolls, though. I'm going to spend extra ammo, though. I'm just, I'm going to town on this. Like, I'm trying to take out cultists. I'm just trying to weed my way towards Draxus. Um, and 
That'll be uh, six. Oh. And that is actually sufficient. And remind me what weapon you're using. I'm using a 10 millimeter pistol. I'm punching people and I'm just like unloading into people's faces. Like just no, all disregard for my own safety. I want to get to Draxus. Okay. So as you are uh, ballroom blitzing your way through the crowd, um, what's going to happen is that a, about five or six people are going to rush Draxus and another five or six are going to try to pin down Nicola T. And what I'm going to say is I'm going to offer you guys a choice. You can either each take three challenge die of damage, or you can be considered grappled, which would basically mean that all your attacks are at a difficulty of plus one. Actually, all your tasks would be at a difficulty of plus one, now that I think about it. Um, don't, don't think about it. I'm going to take the damage. Yeah, I'm also going to take the damage. Yeah. All right, I will roll it separately then, just to be fair. So first things first, here is damage for Nicola T. So that is going to be considered to uh, your torso. So, of course, uh, negate as, as your DR does. And then uh, that is two for Mr. Draxus as well. I love so this, this scene in my mind because we're just like wading through, just punching, shooting people in the face. Like he's, oh, I mean, it, loving it, this. as Orfish said in chat, it quite literally is the Kingsman church fight. Or if I was you, about uh, to say that, yeah. <laughs> or if you ever watched uh, Kung Fury, where you know he's just yeah. going through all the Nazis, yeah, it's it's the same thing. It's it's basically where people are like stabbing each other and fighting, and some of them are just like shooting randomly because they can. It is mayhem, is what it is. However, at the bottom of the turn order is her. And for those who are paying attention to her, you see that her left arm comes up and almost like Ghost in the Shell, it splits into three parts. And coming out of those parts are spinning Gatling cannons. No, stop that. <clears throat> but sure that's going to take her entire turn. Maker? That's going to take her entire turn, which means we come back all the way to the top to Dr. Worm. I, I didn't get to do anything. Oh, you're, you know what? I forgot about you, Draxus. I am so sorry. Go ahead. Draxus is people, too. Um, that's, yeah. That's a little yeah. species, DLH. Give me a um, Yeah, I'm just, uh, I guess I'm just going to, I'm just going to. Can, can we bump. switch the, the, the charity benefit to like, I don't know, uh, Death, Death Claws Anonymous or something? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean the or the SPCA. <laughs> that'll, that'll work. I don't think they cover you. Dang it! Dang it! Um, all right, yeah, I'm gonna um, LH. I'm actually gonna try to kill her. So oh, okay, then I will actually start tracking her health here. Um, it is a strength and unarmed, and it is a difficulty of one to contact her. Okay, I am gonna spend a an action point for an extra die. Is anybody else getting that feedback? Yes. Okay. Is it on my end or? It's gone. I think it was me. Sorry, guys. Oof, that's bad rolls. No, I mean, you got the one you need to hit her. She's only right. a difficulty one to hit. That's good. Um, all right. Yeah, but action points. It's true.
Okay, this is this is the part where you're Okay. All right. Hey, that's right. that's six hit. That's six damage. Uh do you have any effects on that? I don't think you do. Uh no, not at this point. All right. So go ahead and roll me the hit location, because it will matter in this instance. The head. <laughs> Interesting. Nice. So like what, what I like to imagine is that Draxus, as you have cultists just try to dogpile you, you kind of do the the matrix thing where you just kind of rear up and throw them sending in all different directions. And uh, you sort of slash up with your claws, causing a little bit of gore and mayhem. And then you charge at her and you cock back your right fist and you go in for like a big old like clock across the face. And it's almost comical, like her head literally spins 360 degrees around, but as it comes back around, her eyes begin to glow with a baleful red light, and she is firmly locked onto you for she's her doing, next she's, she's doing a thing, she's doing a thing, guys. It's I don't know what it is, but she's got the red eyes thing going on. I've, I've read comic books, this is bad. Now it is Dr. Worm's turn at the top of round two. Well, I can't hear any of that because of the incredible amount of violence going on. <laughs> so I'm just going to like scan the area and see if I can find like, maybe there's a helpful sign that says down these stairs to the exploding reactor or something to that effect. What I would say is that, and again, this is something you can do with luck. You could spend a luck and not even require a, like it's a narrative declaration. So you don't even have I to I keep forgetting it. about that. Yeah. The, yeah. You know what? I'm going to do that. Okay. Okay. So what is sign. what is your declaration specifically? Is. I am going to declare that okay, so I'm going to assume that the reactor is probably underground, right? Mm. Um so I mean at least at the very least lower in elevation than this main chamber here since mm. we are underwater. Um so I am going to say that two of the cultists are like, you know, wrestling with um draxus they end up getting chucked sort of you know in a hollywood uh stunt show kind of way they they fly over they hit uh one of the pews knock that over and there is a small like you know about a man-sized hatch there that has been uncovered because the pew has not been knocked out of the way mm -hmm. and and on it is stenciled um stay out that all happens. That is true. I know. I said it. <laughs> you're so you're so combative today. I know. Yeah, is this I real, ad, real adversarial? Today. You can't. <laughs> so sassy. You, this is this is what happens. You can't let GMs run away with like the game, okay? Because I mean, more more often than not, they're like, "This is how things happen," and you're like, "You have to stand up and be like, no, this is how things happen." Oh, I love I'm taking, it. I'm taking oh the power God. back. You know uh, what? Yeah. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah. Anyway, my hat's, my hat's off to you. PCs rise up. So yes, there is a hatch which you could access that would conceivably lead to the reactor. Well, I am going to like, try to keep my head down. I'm going to like, kind of, you know, the fucking Gears of War roadie run, like, argh, you know, keep my head down and like, rush over there to try to open that hatch with my action and then just jump down there. I tell you what, go ahead and roll me a endurance and a, let's call this an endurance and a sneak. And if you get two successes, you will take no damage as you get to the hatch. 
Okay, I would like to spend that last action point to get another dice. Okay, I'm doing it. All right. So endurance, you said? Mm-hmm. A little bit and of an odd combination, but... Uh... Sneak. Oh, uh, while you're doing that, I want to give a shout-out to Mr. Wolf for donating $100 for the Death Claws and for ASAN. Thank you, thank you. To a lesser extent, you know, ASN, but Death Claws, mostly. Mostly, mostly the, the Death Claws, yeah. I got Draxus. Hey, Ooh. there you go. That is three successes. Very nice. You actually get that action point back, and you expertly dodge and dip and duck out of the way of incoming brawling cultists, and you are able to pop the hatch, and you see that uh, almost Metal Gear Solid style. There's a long ladder that leads down. Oh, no. All right, start the song. As I slowly make my way down the ladder. What a thrill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right, so that is Worm's turn. Nicola T, you're up next. Um, How close am I to Draxus? Uh, You're about medium range away from Draxus at this point. I'm going to continue to wade towards him. And after every punch and bullet and everything, I'm going to shake and... Bike motherfuckers! And I'm just gonna start continue to unload on these guys. Let's right. see what happens. And you know, I'm gonna spend an action point because fuck it, let's get weird. And uh uh let's see here. 3d20, we got eight, we got four. This is a tag skill. One wow. is sufficient. Wow, that but is you're close. You're, you're you're close to the mark every single time, though. I'm like so this. close to the mark every time, but not white uh but okay so i will roll and i'm gonna spend extra ammo because i just want to deal as much damage as i can all right and oh nope wrong thingy uh combat dice six. Oh, hey genesis with the gift subs thank you thank you here we go hey six damage so yeah you put down another large swath of cultists on your way to get to your buddy and at this point you can be at close range with draxus if you so wish I want to be right next to him, just like, you know, like the camera pans out around us. I'm just like, and he's all, I don't know. How are you like, Draxus? Well, oh, yeah, just, no, I'm just, I'm sort of like, uh, you know, I picture it almost like a, it's it's like almost like a movie poster for a second. Like just this like crazy action shot. (laughs) I'm like, like, bad guys away, you're clawing Bad boys, bad boys style where you're backs against the camera spinning around. (laughs) Very good. I'm gonna like tap him on the back of the calf. Let's do this, buddy, and uh, get weird. Um, that's and you're immediately gunned down. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that's why I asked. All right. Well, let's go order of operations here. Next is regular cultists. Doctor Worm, you're climbing down the ladder, so you're fine. Uh, Draxus yeah, and Nicola T, however. Uh, Nicola T and Draxus, I do need you to make that same decision. Do you wish to be grappled or do you wish to take the damage? Give me that damage. Bring that damage. All right, damage it shall be. Uh, First, as usual, I roll for Nicola T. Looks like you're taking two. And then let's see how much is done to Draxus. Looks like Draxus is taking four. Well, thanks to my innate two damage resistance to everything, it's, it's just a two. Alright. And really well, that was your your Is that fault, still to the torso, by the way, ELH? Yep, still to the torso, correct. Yes. Alright. So at this point, it's her turn and then it's Draxus's turn. So she has spooled up her Gatling guns at this point, oh. and she is going to open fire. Now, because 
Draxus and Nikola T are literally close range. You're both going to be hit by this if I roll at least one effect. And you know what? I have seven, uh, seven of my own action points. I'm going to spend one to give them an additional die. Now, I very specifically did not make a macro for this because I want her stats to be a little bit secret. But what I can tell you is that unless you have a defense of three, which is impossible in the system, I think, both of you are going to be hit by this. And let's see, I'm looking, because I don't want to like insta-gib you, but I do want it to be a meaty hit. <laughs> insta-gib, I like I that. want to insta-gib us, but we want you to take a lot of damage, guys. You're not listen, making me feel better. Listen, listen I'm going to get the nail gun out, and then I'm going to rocket jump off of you, but, you know, I'm not going to insta-gib you. Yeah, so I'm going to say that this is going to be, oh God, it has a, it has spread too. Oh God. Uh, down a bunch of her own followers. Gotta, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm kind of okay with this. <laughs> I'm going to roll eight challenge die or eight combat dice. I think eight is fair. If we go down, buddy, at least we go down together. All right. So what that's going to mean is that not only are you, you two going to be hit, but probably about six other cultists as her Gatling arm sweeps across the uh, open atrium and just spews out a multiple amount of bullets, like an obscene amount of bullets, just spraying and praying at this point. You all are close enough that you take not only the six damage, but that's three effects, which means you also take, uh, let's see, it's half ran down. You each take three, three damage hits. And each of those is going to be to the head, which I know is a problem. Oh, fuck. That's terrible. I might be dead. I think I'm dead. I think I might be dead. Let me check on the Gatling rules, because if it's all to the head, we might have a problem here. Um, if, it's all, if it's to the midsection, or the arm, or the leg, anywhere but the head, guys. Let's nice. let's take a moment and look it up, because, you know, I again, I don't want to insta-give you. I want it to hey, be it just a meaty hit. Can we pour? Let's pour one out, guys. All can right, we, hold we, on. We, uh, let me see. Gatling. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we went down together. <laughs> I mean, that's uh -huh. it, man. It's the way it should be. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the literal junk town jerky vendor for my next character. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's see. Ah, okay. No, it's very specific. It's a random location for each hit. <laughs> Okay, so so that first six damage is to your head. Here is hit number two for three damage. Oh god, okay. So there's, of course it is. there's there's that. Here's hit number two. Torso. Okay. All right. Hey, torso, torso. Okay. Is that energy okay. or physical? Uh that is physical. Okay. Here's hit number three. Also yeah. to the torso. I'm still up, baby. I, yeah. Oh boy. Is that everything? That is everything. Yes. I look like shit. Yeah. But I'm alive. I'm like I'm pumped up pretty bad. <laughs> Just. Oh, oh my uh, fucking face muscles and oh. everything. My beautiful face. You fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna go after her. I don't like her at all. Oh, that's that's the goal. But that is her turn. Uh, Draxus, it is now your turn. You just got shot in the face and the torso. What are you going to do about it? 
going to Disneyland. I'm going to bleed. I'm going to use my action to bleed. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you bleed uh, You bleed quite a bit. Excellent. Turn to the ground and let me pump 1,500 rounds into her fucking skull. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> uh, I'm going to spend that action point for the extra uh, D20. Okay. Yeah. Two successes. You get that action point right back. All right. Let's roll some. Very nice. Very, very nice. And let's get a hit location in the arm. So what I'm going to say is that her right arm is actually the one that is the Gatling. So as you come in and slash across with your claws, what happens is you cause the spin of the Gatling to stop. You don't disable it completely, but you make it so she has to spend another turn spooling it up or a major action to spool it up. Um, you also deal a little bit of damage, like you leave a big old scratch mark on her metallic and bioorganic arm. And she, of course, hisses and turns with red eyes to you once again. Nice. Now, at this point, I believe, Dr. Worm, you have the option of just continuing to climb down the ladder and you will get to the bottom at the end of your turn. Or you may attempt a strength. And, or I would say either a strength or endurance plus athletics at a difficulty of two. If you succeed, you will be at the end of the ladder or the bottom of the ladder, and you will still have your action to succeed and do other things with. Well, I'm not going to listen to this song anymore, so I'm going to try the roll. Okay. So I'm going to spend the one action point. Okay. Three dice. And you said it was a... Strength what? or endurance plus athletics. Endurance would be better. This is a huge long shot because my athletics is at a big old goose egg. So let's see what happens. All right, no success. So I will give you an option. You either basically spend your entire turn getting down the ladder, like you have, you almost fall and catch yourself a few times, or you can go to the end. You can end up at the bottom, but you will take fall damage. How much fall damage? I don't know. I'm frantically looking up fall damage. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm frantically trying to find the rules for it. Oh, let's let's say that it's zero damage. All right. Come on, Index. Be a, be a, be a, be a pal here. Give me give me fall damage I, easy. I, um, ghouls have traditionally like shock-absorbing ankles, so zero, zero damage. I, read I mean, that. that's in that's in the lore. And of course, it isn't under fall damage, so I have to make something up here. Let's say all it'll be four challenge dice of damage. And I'm gonna apply the vicious one effect to this. So you're gonna you're gonna fall on your ass for two damage, but does that even get past your torso physical? Is is it torso damage? Yeah. Then no. So I think then what happens is, yeah, you just kind of lose your grip, fall on your ass, uh, maybe about a story down, and you, it hurts, but it doesn't hurt hurt, if you get my meaning. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. I'm trying to pick myself back up and dust myself off. Yeah. And when you do, and you turn around to look at where you've landed, 
there is indeed a large uh, nuke uh, nuke reactor behind you, kind of that sort of stereotypical curved engine looking thing with a bunch of LEDs of spinning lights and um, almost like, uh, I mean, let's use Star Trek, for example. It's almost like an NX engine where it's just kind of that big cylinder in the middle of the room. And what you see is that there is a terminal and there is a secondary screen uh, that is above the terminal. And the ASCII face is present on the terminal or the window above the terminal. Right. I'll be lying towards the terminal. All right. So when you get close, uh, Morgana says, You are going to have to act quickly and ensure that she dies in the blast. Oh, However, yeah. Oh, no shit. There is one more item I'd wish to bring to your attention. And? Well, I was trying to be polite. And and this, this is not this is not the time for politeness, okay? My my uh, fr- uh, uh not not friends. What do I say? Uh, my my crew members are being murdered above ground as we speak. So could we kind of hurry this up? If you permit me to download myself into a data chip, I will include plans for a cyborg body, not one that will result in another her. But if you were to build this body and somehow take the deep range transmitter from her, I could conceivably, well, you know where I'm going with this. It Wouldn't the, the transmitter get blown up in the blast? You must take it with you if you choose to pursue this course of action. Well, how am I going to get it out of the fish lady? So out of character since it's been a week. So the deep range transmitter isn't in fish lady. It's just sitting on a podium that is behind where she is standing. Okay. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, fine. Fine. Good. Great. And I think the ASCII face just sort of smiles and then it's replaced by like an actual like emoji smiling face. And it just sort of says underneath the smiling face, go ahead and enter in the reactor code. Okay. Um, Dr. Worm is a very poor typist. So he's going to do that thing where he's like, J, uh, C. He never learned to like the line. He never touched type or anything. Mm-hmm. W, four. Ah, uh, shit. Hold on. Backspace. Uh, at symbol, Octothorpe, T, well, you know, and just mm-hmm. as quickly as you can, slowly type, he will do so. Right. So, you enter it in, and what I'm going to say is that you get a choice. You can either, uh, you basically get three options. The first option is total meltdown, estimated time, five minutes. Delayed meltdown, 10 minutes. It's going to be a bit, 30 minutes. I'm going for total meltdown immediately. No questions asked, just like, the, 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 the ASCII face just told me that... Uh, this uh, fish lady's got to got to melt, so we don't want the possibility of her, you know, um, swimming upstream. I guess to follow the metaphor, I don't know. Mm. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah, so I'll I'll hit that first option, and then I will like as fast as I can just book it back to the ladder and start climbing. I guess. All right. So what I'm going to say then is, when he hits that button, Nicola T and Draxus, even though you were just shot in the face. 
you do see that there's now red blaring alarm lights that are sounding and an actual siren is going off to indicate that a reactor meltdown has started. And there's even a voice that comes <laughs> over and says, Reactor meltdown in approximately four minutes, 59, 58, 57. That's not one Mississippi. But it is now Nikola T's turn. I thought it was uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, how close am I to Fish Lady? I mean, you're at close range with, with Fish Lady at the moment. Yeah, Fish Lady's getting my entire <clears throat> clip into her face. Okay. Uh, how many times can I shoot in a round? Uh, it is determined by your gun's fire rate. So what is the fire rate of your gun? Uh, two. So technically you're only attacking once, but you're spending extra ammunition. Ammo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But can I attack more than once? No. So what it is, is when you, you're basically adding on damage dice is what you're doing. Okay. So well, hold on, hold on. Okay. You can't now. But if you had two action points, you could take an additional major action, right? Uh, to attack okay. again, yes, correct. Okay. And an attack is a major action. So correct. in a swift action, I'm sheathing my 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 uh my 10 millimeter and I'm unslinging my laser gun. Okay. I'm gonna unload the laser gun into her face or where all right. Now let's be clear. Are you specifically aiming for the face? Where does she look the least armored? She looks armored pretty much everywhere. She's getting it in the face then. Okay. So what I'm going to say then is, if I remember correctly, that will mean it is now a difficulty two because you are specifically aiming at the face. Totally fine. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ooh. We got some more AP. Oh, Ooh. yeah, you did just Ooh. get one AP. Ooh. Very nice. How much? One? Okay. I'm spending the one AP, but we get because this gives us an extra AP. Whoever you are, I can't see the thing right now, but I love you. You're amazing. Uh, but that's okay. Let's go ahead and get this. Let's get weird here. Uh, this is a tag skill. Okay. Uh, it's not as good, but it has the piercing quality because it's a laser. Piercing gun. is important to note. So I would, I would. That's a good thing. So all right, uh, I get to make my check. All right, generic roller, three, and special is that. Tag skill. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Three oh, successes. Oh my God. Yes. yes. That Very is nice. what we're talking about. Uh, none of those are crits, though, unfortunately. But that's okay. All right, but hey, you still get an action point back. Boom. All right. All right. Very I'm important role. The extra, I'm spending the extra to get the extra damage. Um, mm -hmm. So it'll be six D, the sixth thing. Mm -hmm. Six challenge dice. All right. Um, are each of the effects piercing? Yes. It is like Star Trek Adventures where every single one you get is a resistance off. So the T is going to unload with it. I'm going to spend the luck to reroll those two other die, by the way. Totally okay. worth it. Actually, yeah, just the two. So two, and we roll those two. And that and is more... breaks out his laser gun. He's like, "Get fucked, you stupid fish lady monster!" <laughs> just goes to town on her. I, I hope the it. laser rifle doesn't sound like that because it does kind of undercut the. <laughs> I don't know what it sounds like. No, he's making that noise. Pew, 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 pew. It's just, if you've got this grizzled approach, you're like, get fucked. And then it's pew, 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 pew. That's what it is. I'm going to spend two action points to make it so that it is just a weak little pew, pew. <laughs> Psychological <laughs> damage. <laughs> but actual damage, what this means is you caused an injury to her head, which means 
she loses all normal actions on her next turn. You can, I can still spend my action points to make her move, but I have to spend to do major, minor actions, etc. So you shoot her point blank in the face, and I'm not going to go into grisly detail, but if you will imagine, the left side of her face has been peeled away to reveal a bioorganic understructure where it's a hellish combination of machine, skeleton, and muscle. And even her eye is like, you can see it's slightly out of the socket. It's just, ugh, it is, ugh. Scary as all face. hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no bueno. I'm going to spend two action points to just continue to unload on her, but I'm no longer aiming. Okay. So that is still going to be a difficulty of two in this instance, because it's okay. plus one difficulty. Totally good with that. I just really hate this lady. <laughs> um, all right. And let's do eight and three. And come on, baby. Mm! That, is, that is significant. Spending the additional uh, to get the extra damage. I'm just like, pew, pew, this! Ah! I'm just continuing to shoot her blink, aggressively. Blink, 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 blink. I really... Oh, that was not right. Uh, no, wait, that, that was not right. It should have been eight. I'm sorry, I misrolled. Uh, hold on. How many was it supposed was to be? Six. I'll reroll it. Okay. Oh god, that's terrible. Spending a luck point. Hold on. Uh, spending a luck point for one, two, three. So I can reroll three of those three. fours. Three. Come on, baby. Five. Five plus an effect. One piercing. All right. So you shoot or, or roll the hit location because it does matter. A flag. Yeah, so you shoot her in her writhing tentacles, and it doesn't do nearly as much damage as the headshot did. I mean, it does some damage, like you do see parts of her being blown away, but definitely not the same level of destruction. That's right. Still, very good turn. Very good turn. <laughs> Cultist turn. Again, I'm going to offer Nicola T. and Draxus. Do you wish the damage or the additional difficulty? I'm going to have to go with the additional difficulty on this one. I'll take okay. the damage. Take the damage. All right, Nicola T, you are going to be taking three challenge die or three combat dice of damage. And that is going to be two more damage to your torso. Which I think is which is fine for you. So now we come to Draxus's turn. Because Fish Lady is kind of low in the initiative at this point. Alright. We're gonna, gonna try to let's try to rip and tear. Alright. Oh, I can I could hear the Mick Gordon music starting up right now. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Uh, all right. Oh no. That is no with a complication. That is wanna... a no bueno. And I, I think you don't have any luck. So nope, sure don't. On a scale of one to ten, would you prefer funny being a one or ten? A serious where where in that that range would you prefer i th i feel like we could go for a solid seven a solid seven nicola t remember how we started this campaign with you making jokes about draxus hitting you Fuck. <laughs> i'm dead if you if you kill me i put a haunt your ass <laughs> so let's 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 redeem. Let's 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 figure some things out as I take a hydrate. Thank you. How much health do you have remaining, Nicola T? I have four HP. You have four oh, HP. No. All right. Since it is a complication, I will roll the hit location. 
So it would be to your right leg. How much damage resistance? I was say, how much damage resistance do you have to your right leg? Three. Okay. Draxus, how much does your unarmed damage do? Seven. I'm going to need you to roll all seven here as you miss Fish Lady and hit Nicolati's right leg instead. Fuck, you're taking it off. Okay. Okay. So this is this is this is interesting because now we have to not only deal with the fact that you have taken an injury to your leg, but oh, it's only three. So you're actually at one HP then. You're good. Yeah, I'm at one HP. Cool. Oh shit, Nikki, you're not like you gotta get. God damn it! We talked about this. You, we'll table this for later. Mistakes were made. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff on this table. I mean, it's gonna buckle. (laughs) (laughs) all right well unless uh draxus you want to you don't have any action points to spend so that means it's fish lady's turn and i think i'm gonna be a dick i think i'm gonna spend all my action points the first two that she can spool up her gun second two to open fire now this is going to be at a difficulty of four for her which means she literally has to crit on both dice she does not crit on both dice. Okay. So the Gatling oh. gun opens fire a little bit more wildly, a less, you know, not really aimed at anything in particular. And you sort of duck and dodge out of the way. But it's one of those things where if she had just been a little bit more steady, you probably would have eaten it right there and then. Now, at this point, we return to Dr. Worm, who I imagine is frantically trying to climb the ladder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to scramble up as quickly as I can. All right. I need you to now roll me a strength and an athletics difficulty of two. If you succeed, you get to the top of the ladder. If you fail or roll a complication, you are at the bottom of the ladder. Okay, so definitely strength is what definitely you're strength. Fuck. Okay. Um, you can remember, you can give me AP to buy dice. Not worth it. No. Just, climb, just, just climb. Just climb the fucking ladder. I'm just going to fall. I'm just going to fall and break my leg. So, okay. Okay. I'm actually going to retract what I just said. It's only you fall in a complication. So you're still climbing the ladder. You're just not at the top yet. So you basically spend your entire turn climbing the ladder. And at this point, the robotic voice over the speakers says, come on, there you go. Director meltdown in three minutes and 37, 36. 35. It's now Nicola T's turn. What do you got, Wolf? It is your turn. Uh, I really hate this lady. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to shoot her in the face again. Because that seemed to work the first time. Um, And I, at this point, Nicola T, you you can tell Draxus, he's got a look on his face like, this is the end and I'm going down swinging. So (laughs) let's go. He looks back at, at Draxus. Draxus! If, if I don't make it out, tell my story. And then pew, 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 pew. <laughs> And uh, okay. let's go. I'm uh, going to have to make something up. <laughs> Probably. Uh, all right. Hey, uh, one success. That's all you need to hit her. Oh, that's true. All right. Uh, and I'm spending the extra. Come on. Three. I'm going to spend my last luck point to re-roll that damage. Let's do this. Come on, baby. That's nice. five. 
uh, plus three effects. So that's three piercing, five damage. To the head! To the head! <laughs> Nicola T, how would you like to kill her? So she yeah. unloads with the Gatlin gun. As she's unloading, he takes his gun and knocks her weapon up. It fires blasting away at the sky, like knocking down bits and pieces. Water starts to come into the into the area, like dripping down chunks. Oh, fall no. a Bioshock. I then grab her by the, by the throat and I like, like with my, like drop the weapon. I like, when I don't drop it, but I like grab the weapon. I like hit her twice in the face and then I shove it up under her chin and I'm like, Pew pew this, you stupid fish monster. Pew pew. And her head explodes. That's her head explodes. Yeah. And she does fall. And the very instant her corpse, such as it is, hits the ground. Obviously, the countdown's still going down, but everybody stops. And I mean everybody. All the cultists stop moving. Everything goes still. I and know. then this is just a bug. The cultist, and I look at them. I am your god now, you stupid, bald-headed fucks! Um, uh, Nikki, um, let me yeah. let me uh, oh. just let me. Sorry, I'm, just, I'm handle, in a rage mode right now. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, it's a little, little um, up. got shot in the face. And uh, if because I have a theory, GM mm. Draxus has a theory that maybe whatever mind control she had over these people is broken. So maybe mm-hmm. now they'll have the the reactions of normal humans when there's a death claw in an enclosed area that looks wounded and angry. And uh, covered in vis- viscera. And yeah, covered in blood viscera. and viscera and guts. So um, mostly for action point's sake, roll me a... Uh, let's say, let's do a strength and a speech here. I know that's an odd combination, but it's the closest to an intimidate that I can think of. Yeah, that's actually what it's suggested in the book, so good good call. Um, all right, strength and speech. Difficulty of uh, difficulty of one. You only need the one success here. Oh, God, I keep... Yeah, it just works. Yeah. Hey, two successes. You get an action point back. So, yeah, there's that moment where everybody stops, freezes, looks at one another. Then they so look I at just, you, Draxus, and they go... I feel like he'd be like, can I have everyone's attention, please? And then just, like, opens his mouth and just this, the, the death claw roar. Uh, I think half of them faint on the spot. The other half goes screaming and running in various different directions, maybe even running into each other in comical fashion. You know what? That was impressive, buddy. Good job. Uh, you know, I'm just uh, I'm in a lot of pain, so I'm using that to fuel my performance. Yeah, you're channeling you're channeling the pain. That's you know what? That's that's one of the prime things in acting. It's it's called method acting. You like live the experience. That was good. Did At this point, Doctor Worm, you have reached the top of the ladder. <laughs> As the, the hatch will <laughs> pop back open. Ah, hey. Jesus, fuck! This place is gonna blow. We gotta get out of here. Hey, Dr. Worm, did you know that when a high-speed 556 round enters the Deathclaw body, it turns sideways and tears several inches through muscle and flesh before it shatters? Yeah, of course I fucking knew that. Let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dr. Worm, you shout at either of us to grab the transponder. That's a that's exactly what I was about to do. Yeah, as soon as oh. I get out of the hatch, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be like, uh, 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 the thing, grab the thing on the podium. All right. <laughs> Which oh, one? Right. There's a lot of things here. Just What's take everything. 
Drax on, is just like scoops here. everything up. One of them is the transponder scooping it yeah. in the bag. <laughs> All right. So the good news is you are able to now start running up the corridor back to safety. But it's in a cinematic fashion where you get about halfway up and the countdown is like 30, 29, 28, 27, uh, just jump? 26. <laughs> you reach the bottom of the staircase that leads up to the actual mainland. 21, 20, 19, 18. You're halfway up the stairs at this point. 15, 14. 13. You're running, finally making it to the ground floor. You're running up the catwalks to get out of the laboratory. Nine. Eight. And at this point, you're halfway across Nahant, and there is quite literally a megaton-style explosion in the water as a literal nuke goes off. And not only does it instantly blow out half the buildings that are closest to the waterfront, but it knocks all of you down. Not enough to take any damage, but it it easily knocks you down. And after a moment, you kind of look back and look at the mushroom cloud in the water, and Angelus finally finds her voice and says, <laughs> Holy shit, we actually managed to come out of that fucking thing alive? How the How did we do that? Moxie. Wait, you're you're still here? I've been here the entire time. Sorry, I got distracted by getting shot in the head. Oh, my brain hurts. Oh. Yeah, maybe maybe you you should have Dr. Worm look at that, maybe. Also, hi Raiders. Hi, hi Raiders. We're playing Fallout right now. Angela, who the fuck are you talking to? Oh, sorry. No, I it's 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 a nervous tick of mine. I uh I, I think threats. I think you took some head head trauma too. I, yeah, yeah, we're I... gonna get some brain surgery all around, everybody, for for free. Oh no, I'm I'm fine. You know, my dad always used to tell me that if somebody's good at something, they never do it for free. So I'm gonna pass. Okay, fine. It's five hundred caps. All right, I'll look. Do you want Do you want to eat the tumor or not? Oh, drive a hard bargain. <laughs> Seven hundred fifty caps, and you get to eat the tumor. That's my final offer. All right, but a thousand, and I get to eat the tumor. God, yeah, you're running me out of house and home here. Um, okay, let's let's compromise. Let's say fifteen hundred caps, and you get to eat the tumor. Yeah. Okay. Hey, does anybody hear that ringing? I don't. My thoughts are Mop. thick. Mop. My my blood is thick. That doesn't, my brain that doesn't is help. Freezing you, cold. Stop stop talking. You're using too much energy. Mop. Uh, your blood. Uh, you stop. Angela, will you help me move these assholes back to? Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. That uh, that was actually kind of impressive. And uh, I'm just hey, gonna look hey, at chat very hey. questioningly at this point. <laughs> Hey, are Nikki, you, are you, you going to wild wasteland chat? I, I just got to know. Are you going to wild <laughs> wasteland them? I need to know. Hey, 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 Nikki, look, I could like, I can almost get my full finger into this exit wound. Oh, I don't think that's supposed to be like that. Also, are there supposed to be three of you? My head hurts. 
I feel, and I'm going to fall straight onto my back and pass out nice. for a second. And I think Angela maybe catches you on the way down and goes, oh, oh okay. All right. All right. Gotcha, oh, buddy. An angel. She caught me with her wings. Okay. You know me. what? Keep talking. I'm going to let you fall to the ground. And tries to reach up, but it's too weak. Do we have to save um, this one, Dr. Worm? Can we let him die? Look, um, die in your arms, my life would be such a beautiful. I would, I would take it as a kindness, you know, for me, if we, you know, if we let him live. Well, since right. you're asking Draxus, I, I think we can do that. Oh, hold on a second. Oh, 1700 caps and we take him with us. You still get the tumor. Okay, I still get the tumor. Yeah, of course. Then, yeah, all right, then make it 1750 and you got a deal. Done. Pleasure doing business with you. All right. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> and I think since we haven't gotten to Wild Wasteland, we're going to just skip the travel time where you all arrive back at Motley Heights. And it's one of those things where, no, you may not bribe me with bits. No, you may not <laughs> bribe me with bits. Um, it's one of those things where Dr. Worm, you do provide medical attention, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but there's definitely going to be a healing period. There's going to be some time between this session and next, uh, but we sure. still have a very important thing to talk about during this session. Specifically, maybe two days after this whole thing has gone down, uh, there's a rad storm that has blown in and, you know, you're taking shelter in a common space, probably within the church. And you have the deep range transmitter with you. And I think Angela kind of points at it and says, so go over that again for me, uh, Worm. Why did we take this with us again? Um, the, the, the digital lady helped us out and she was like, hey, I'm, you help me out. You scratch my bits. I'll scratch yours or whatever. So she just wants to be put in the... Uh, the the doohickey here so um you know i figured uh, why not yeah, well, okay all right um that's a transmitter though right so it transmits all the way to mars the planet yes i get it oh thank christ finally yeah the planet mars right right the planet mars the uh, the uh, that's the fourth planet in the solar system thank you very much I just the fact that you're acknowledging that it's in space is fine. I'm I just think, happy with that. Uh, uh, don't pay, don't put too much stock in this. I think this is the head trauma talking. Um, but if that's a transmitter and we can communicate with her and she can communicate to us, could we also not use this transmitter to maybe communicate with other people here on this planet that can actually? do things with us and for us yeah but people on this planet suck yes right, they do but, suck but i mean you know if we if we're starting a town we need more than three people i mean that's a pretty shitty town no i think we're good uh, i like the small population it's yeah uh, i mean i can deal okay with cool. it's 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 homey. Right. It's uh, rustic. Okay. So like gated, gated community like kind small of small town. Wow, wow, wow. You know everybody, you know. Hey, neighbors, something. Let's roll back on the gated community language. That's not. That's not good. Uh, uh, okay. We're, we're a, 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 a. We're an enclave. Uh -huh. Let's not use that either. Uh, that spooks people. Um, right. We are a tight knit 
um, rural urban, community. yes, tight knit rural experimental commune. There we go. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, so I figured also I would oh. rather have uh, the intelligent robot lady talk to us from Mars than have you know, uh, you know, uh, Johnny Fuck Brahmin just come in and just what is he gonna do? Like, hoe this one patch of dirt over and over again. And I think at that point that yeah. the transmitter crackles life and says, I'm sorry, did I cut in at a bad time? Oh, uh, your, uh, your, your antenna must be burning. We were talking about you. That is a fortunate uh, circumstance. All of my responses to you are pre-recorded, and based on the heuristic language index, I have gotten observing you. So I apologize if there are any discrepancies. Then there's a pause. Yes, Draxus, that was very funny. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I like her. Ah, that was also very funny, Mr. T. <laughs> I like her a lot. Um, yes, Doctor, uh, I agree. We should kill them both. Wait, what? The fuck? Uh, com com computer. Uh, that was a joke. Like, I apologize. Uh, uh, upgrade RAM or something. Like, can you like actually get smart again? That'd be great. I am transmitting the plans for the cyborg body now. And on cue, the transmitter begins printing a long list of supplies you're going to need to build such a body. Wow. Oh, I didn't know it was going to be this involved. <clears throat> I mean, maybe it's like something that we just like putter around with. Like, you know, you're, you know, like you're, you're living at home for like one balmy summer and your dad's working on restoring like this old Corvega that he bought off some dude. And then, you know, he says he's going to finish it, but he never finishes it. This is, project, dude. this is oddly specific. I don't, this doesn't speak to my experience. Oh, I thought you were like so old that it was before the boom. But, uh, yeah, well, yeah, we just had rocks back then. Yeah, we didn't have cars. We just we strung rocks together and just. I mean, I know that I we know relied fact, on hills. I know for a fact that's not true because they called you about your car's extended warranty. Angela, I'm gonna need you to uh, come with me. Uh, this we need to talk about this list of supplies and uh, also talk about downsizing. Maybe the community. Uh, our resources are strained as it is, and uh, I'm going to need your uh, uh, expert advice on um, who to let go. Hey, Nikki, I think he's trying to horn in on your girl. I mean, that's cool. She bats for the other team anyway. I mean, what the fuck do I care? You don't know what I bat for. I can make assumptions. She doesn't even own a swatter. I like the robot lady better anyway. She thinks I'm funny. You know what, Dr. Worm? I think we can talk about downsizing. And I think that's sort of our final scene where Dr. Worm and Angela are like going off to have a conversation about maybe shooting Draxus and Nicola T. But wow. that's where we'll in, end today's session. In their sleep. That's very Not merciful. Monster. Thank you. Thank you for that kindness. Just a moldy pillow over the face of Nicola T as he's recovering. Yeah, just, <laughs> 
team traitor. <laughs> I don't think I have a multi pillow big enough to kill Draxus, though. That's the yeah, thing. I was gonna say that, that's a very I have to use a mattress, pillow. just a mattress. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you hold the other end and just push oh. like hell, just sit on top. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just, I just sort of picture the like you hear the the, the dull throat, and then you just hear a oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wanted to say, Eolage, that Yo. I really appreciated this session the way you ran the combat, and mm, I yeah. like I felt like like there was real risk here, and like that's one of the things I I I like about Star Trek, but there's it never really feels like there's a whole lot of risk in the in the Star Trek adventures, but I like, obviously I love Star Trek, but like this feels like there's like there's drama, there's risk, there's the chance of a TPK, and like it. The fact that we came out on top, oh man, that's like one of the best feelings in the world. Like, oh man, the dice, Oof, that was intense. So really good job. You're welcome. And what I would say is that um, I actually gave you guys the heart version of that encounter. So <laughs> what that actually means is instead of leveling to level four, you guys are now technically level five. Yeah. Oh my God. We're wolfing it. We're wolfing it. Yes. Let's go. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. But oh. uh, we need to also discuss a few things so that there's a uh, verbal record of it on stream. So in regards to the Morgana project, would you rather we just sort of said that you pick up parts here and there as you do quests? Or do you want like an actual shopping list that you could potentially scavenge your way to completing? I like the idea of having the list, mm -hmm. um, scavenging for a lot of the components would be a good way to give us an excuse to sort of get out there mm -hmm. uh, and just sort of mill around. But mm -hmm. I do, I do like the idea of like some of the real, like, cause there's going to be some fairly advanced hardware involved in this. Oh yeah. Right. And I think those specific pieces deserve us taking a specific you know taking that to heart and being the focus of a session that's what yeah, i was going to say yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i like, like that. oh you need that or and maybe we maybe we end up having to run afoul of the institute to get some of these well what i know, would say is that parts. you know i i'm hoping this isn't like too off the wall because we literally build spoilers by the way we literally build a transporter in fallout 4 that's what we do we literally build a transporter yeah. so yeah Hopefully this isn't too far out there. I but, don't uh, think I don't think it is at all. I mean, let's let's harken back to you know, Big Mountain, where mm. you can take your own brain out and put it in a jar and have a wireless transmitter in your head that controls your body and like all your organs are in also jars. But you're fine. Yeah. But you're fine. It's just you're like... fine. All right, then that's what we'll do. Um, I'll come up with a list and uh, actually add it as a handout then, and we'll do sort of that pseudo scavenge, pseudo quest item that you have to go fetch. Um, but yeah, anybody else have thoughts before I stop the recording and we find somebody to raid? No, this was a lot of fun. I, I really was like, didn't didn't even notice. Like, I, I have not felt that almost two hours has passed. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just I, flown. It flown. It flew by for me. I think it was it was pretty good as long as you um, start to rein in your. I mean, you have this tendency to like describe things and make decisions for us. As long as you sort of pull back on that and let us decide things, then I think it, it would be excellent. 
Um, <laughs> oh, so, thank you, Max. <laughs> yeah. Prop X, I can't deal with you, man. I love it. Is, oh. yeah. All right. Well, well, the last thing I'll say is that if you are interested in running this adventure, um, there is a actual PDF on my Patreon and on the homebrew list. Um, it is called Forbidden Depths, and I'm interested to see how other people will run it because, you know, I had the benefit of, yeah, I wrote the module. I know what's going to happen, but I'm interested to see what other people running the module end up doing. Um, I'm very interested to see that. So if you do end up running Forbidden Depths, please do let me know either on uh, Twitter or via email or even Discord. But yeah, uh, this is where I'm going to end the recording, but Twitch stick around because we're going to raid somebody. But uh, YouTube, see you later. Bye-bye.